Hello, everyone, and welcome to Book Events, the wrestling dream match podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bennett. With me, as always, is the rated R superstar, Anthony Hall. Wow. Finally, I know one. It is Canadian legend, Edge. And there's a reason why. And there's a reason why I picked Edge is because. We're going to Monday Night Raw or well, we were already there, but this because this comes out uh, after. But we got a special episode for you today. Um, (laughs) Something different. Yeah, some different, but I think it should be fun. Um, We're got the chance. We got the yeah, we got the chance to go to Monday Night Raw in Toronto, which is exciting because there really hasn't been that many WWE events in Canada, let alone wrestling events in Canada. Um, I know that some of the lives came here a couple months ago, maybe a month or yeah, two let, ago. Let's let's say recently, because I think some of the uh, greatest wrestling events of all time have happened in Canada. Yes, um, but I mean, like, uh, I don't post, think post pandemic or. Uh, I guess in whatever state of the pandemic we are in right now, there yes. has not been very many major wrestling shows in but, Canada. But Monday Night Raw has not been in Toronto since uh, the, when SummerSlam was last year, um, yes. which you went to. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's just exciting. We weren't originally planning on going, but then uh, the one and only Corey Birch invited us to go. And so yes. uh, there we're actually recording this before we go and we'll explain why in a second. But we're going to be talking about our experiences going to live wrestling, um, going to WWE events, uh, what we enjoyed about them, what we remember about them. And then we're actually going to end the podcast with a post going to the show recording uh, to talk about how then we enjoyed it or what we like, what we didn't like and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I think that'll be a fun uh, little different type of episode. Might be a little shorter. Let's see. But if you enjoy what we do here at the podcast, what we normally do is do dream match bookings between wrestlers of new and old uh, feuds of today, feuds of yesterday. Uh, so if you enjoy that or if you enjoy this episode, uh, please consider following or subscribing on whatever podcast platform you get your podcast on and uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Book Events Pod, because also we do tweet when we're at live events, uh, which is great. Uh, sadly, we missed the latest Greek town uh, because of unforeseen circumstances. But you went to Super Kicked, right? No, I went to Demand oh, Lucha. Demand Demand Lucha, that's uh, yes, what it was. D- Demand Lucha, uh, Effie's vacation. It was great. It was a fun time. I had not gone to a Demand Lucha show before, and it was uh, it was very fun. It was a bit smaller than Greek Town, I guess, um, but the wrestling was so fun. We we saw I saw some of our favorites. You know, Space Monkey was there. Um, some other uh, dudes um, that I didn't recognize really. Um, that- and. Uh, you- you caught a video and posted it on our Twitter of Ali Catch taking a friggin' uh, <laughs> what was it like getting slammed into a door in the yes. in a corner, which was it, it, by some huge dude too, which was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, the co-main event. Yeah, that was the finish. Like they they set up a bunch of. Uh, it was literally just a giant piece of wood, and 
everybody kept saying it's the lucha door and uh jesus it was it was really funny uh well <laughs> alley catch was basically winning the match and then uh got put in basically uh i'm gonna say like a death valley driver through the table that's what it looked like yeah. um and it was sick uh and then effie wrestled uh right after that uh for the championship of demand lucha uh wrestling uh this man who i had never seen before el gringo loco and mm. he was it was very entertaining um that's fun effie did not come out on top this time but no, it typically happens very that good. indie wrestling is you bring a star in and they lose to the hometown hero or star of the hometown, which is fine. It's still a dice. I'm going to say so- El Gringo Loco is a big time heel, but he is the okay. champion of uh, yeah. Demand Lucha right now. But shout out to Demand Lucha. It was a really fun show. And I went with a friend of the podcast and uh, a guest of our lost episode, uh, Callum. Uh, and we'll back. We'll have We'll have him. We'll have him back as soon. We'll get him back. He eludes uh, us. He's like a shiny Pokemon. <laughs> That's um, right. But yeah, so um, we're recording this the day of going to Monday Night Raw in Toronto. Uh, if you're listening to this way later than when it comes out, uh, August twenty second, twenty twenty two. But uh, yeah, like I guess what I wanted us to kind of just sort of travel down memory lane as it were Mm. uh about wrestling events that we've gone to specifically more so like wwe um and i guess to start i can mention that like uh because i know that we've mentioned some stuff on the podcast of like certain events we've gone to certain live matches we've seen uh i went to my very first wrestling event when i was Mm. 14 or 15 uh and it was monday night raw uh because if you don't know i grew up uh in a small town in like kind of northern ontario uh nothing really big or huge came to there and if you kind of know canada anyways specifically ontario everything happens in toronto and so if you want to go to anything big like a sports game or a show or a concert anything like that you typically got to go to toronto um Mm -hmm. so it was me and one of my uh childhood friends we were both super into wrestling at the time. And this is like early 2000s uh, ruthless aggression era. Um, uh, the big feud at the time was Cena and Edge, which was awesome. Um, and so we got tickets. Um, we went down with his dad. Uh, we we went down after school on a Monday uh, and it was actually interesting because they did uh, two shows that night, which is weird because it was Monday Night Raw and that was three hours. <laughs> but there was two shows. They did the Sunday show and I think it was Cyber Sunday um, at the time. I can't remember. I'll have to double check that. But like it was we did. They did Cyber Sunday and then they changed the stage around and then they did Monday Night Raw. Um, which is really cool. Uh, so. We got to go down. Um, we I think I forget what shirt we ended up picking up. I know my friend picked up uh, like an old HBK shirt. Uh, mm. I think I grabbed. Oh, I can't remember what shirt I grabbed. I thought I grabbed like HBK. A, unblock us on Twitter, bro. 
Oh yeah. Oh, I meant to intro the podcast that way. I meant to be like, please listen to us on all podcast apps or follow us on Twitter. Uh, unless you're HBK who has us blocked on Twitter for some reason. <laughs> I think it's from Unblock when us, bro, I we think, didn't do I, nothing wrong, bro. I, I honestly think it's just from when we like did that Sean versus, uh, uh, Adam Cole episode and maybe when we tagged him he was just he was like, like no not interested bro not as your brother I, I feel like you probably I feel like you probably just like automatically blocks anybody who tags him in a tweet maybe I don't know so <laughs> it was just so weird to answers. Just go, it was so weird just answers, to go to, go to a tweet and be like why are we blocked by HBK <laughs> 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 but anyways um but yeah, so it was really cool because uh, we actually like I it, it's crazy to think about this and I don't know what it necessarily was if it was like what in terms of cost, because obviously we didn't buy the tickets. We were children, um, <laughs> but we were like in the area of like just sort of in the corner off the ramp, you know, where like the ramp like the end of the ramp meets like uh, the ringside and how there's yeah, that corner. Yeah. Mm. We were, I think like maybe five rows back from there. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like to think about it now, like the air Canada center, like, uh, like now those tickets would be like $400 each. At least, at least. And to think about like the fact that we got to go there, like, uh, and be that close is insane now to think about it. But yeah. And so um, I don't remember too much about the show necessarily. It would be fun to like go back and try to figure out exactly which show it was because you I could figure out the year and then obviously it's the one in Toronto. Um, yeah. But the one thing I remember was that the main event was John Cena, who was WWE champ at the time versus Edge. And I. Uh, I remember when Edge came out, Heroes Welcome, but he was a heel. It was him and Lita, and he was the top heel. And but he came out and like everybody just cheered as loud as they freaking could, which is why, of course, uh, yes. when when uh, when wrestling references Canada, we are the bizarro world because we cheer for the bad guys. Bizarro world. But it's just because all We're the, up in Canada. all the best bad guys are canadian <laughs> and think That's about true. and think about it right now in terms of wrestling who are the top who are like the most heels right now there you got uh in aw you got chris jericho you got kenny omega mm. which we don't know mm. what he is yet but he did return which is exciting um christian christian ethan page uh, mm. technically evil uno is good so evil uno evil, you're good we love uh, we love you Uno. um and then in RJ WWE, City. Uh, RJ City. Well, he's a baby face. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is baby face. Uh, and then in WWE, of course, you got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And like uh, SmackDown uh, last week was in Montreal, which is KO and Zayn's hometown. And that crowd wanted him to win so bad. That crowd did hated everyone else in that match other than Zayn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> It was quite magical. And, you know, we were watching it uh, on TV and there was an injury angle with Sami Zayn. And then uh, Michael Cole mentioned El Generico at the very beginning. And I was like, in in my head, I was like, he's going to come back. 
and he's going to come out as El Generico and win because anything is possible in the Triple H WWE. Uh, but unfortunately, he didn't come out as El Generico. He just came back as Sammy and he lost. But hey, it was it was a great way to get that second pop for Sammy. Yeah. And also it was like big heel heat for Corbin as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, and then when uh, when Cena came out, I don't think I've ever heard louder boos than that like honestly like uh, like i don't know who K- if ko is having a match tonight i oh no uh, when Ed, tonight when edge is facing damian priest i imagine damian priest is gonna get the same amount of booze because yes of course he is man and edge is the face and it's, yeah it's toronto baby so edge is gonna Edge is gonna go over hard oh, well yeah. actually i don't know uh he, I mean, he should. He should go over hard. Yes. Uh, but they might want that that hot crowd reaction to Priest beating him. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Or there's going to be shenanigans because, mm-hmm. you know, it's raw and they're setting up angles for Clash at the Castle. Yes. So, <laughs> like, but, you know, there might be some shenanigans. But so I remember when Cena came out and he was champion. And he just got like the biggest booze ever. And it was so funny to watch. And it was so cool. And I remember when he left, like they had their match in Cena and, and, uh, you know, edge one, but it wasn't for the championship. I don't think, I think it was, there was mm-hmm. some angle or something, but, uh, Cena then walks out and he's not acknowledging the crowd whatsoever. He gets to the top of the ramp. He does his classic, like put his arms in the title and like lift them above his head. But this time he does it like f- back facing the audience and then just does it. And everybody just boos his ass out of that, out of that arena. It was so funny. <laughs> awesome. Um, the only other thing I distinctly remember about that show is that during the commercial breaks, they would do the like, uh, like find a person in the crowd, right? Like, yeah. The, not the kiss cam, but they would do, or maybe it was actually kiss cam. I don't remember. Um, but <laughs> on the Titantron, they were moving around the camera and whatever. And then it cuts to no joke. I swear to God, this happened for real. It cuts to a shot of a couple of people and there's a woman in a tent in a crop top and she's there and she's like, woo. And then someone in front of her reaches back, grabs the t- front of her sh- or shirt pulls it down and her boobs are just there damn and and we were nice. just uh, it was it, it's definitely a big yikes but also ron simmons damn um <laughs> <laughs> and we were just like and they quickly cut away and we were just like holy shit <laughs> holy shit dude wow it was so That's weird crazy. i'm sure That's that there's attitude era baby ruthless aggression but, yes, but that that's uh, that's an attitude era type thing. Yes, uh, for the for the old uh, big screen, the Titantron. Um, yeah. That's so funny. But I had never it, been to uh, a, a show up until my, like my adult years. So I, I really I'm really jealous that you got to uh, go to a show as a as a young young child. It was fun. The only other WWE event I've ever been to was. Uh, a WWE live, but uh, in like 2018, 2019 or something. It was at Coca-Cola Coliseum. 
Um, and it was just fun. Uh, I believe at the time it was Roman and Samoa Joe were feuding. Um, oh, the two Samoan Joes. Yes. And then uh, tag team champions were Rollins and Jason Jordan. And everybody booed Jason Jordan and everybody cheered for Rollins. <laughs> they know not what they had at that moment. Yeah. Jason Jordan. Oh, oh, what could have been? And we what and we could have been Jason. The only and the only thing that was like truly like, though, there were some fun matches still. But like the one big thing was like that the the finish was um, gimmicked in that like. Uh, it looked as though Joe had gotten injured and the match only lasted like two minutes and like they took Joe to the back and then he came running back out and then they just brawled for like 10 minutes, not even had a match, just brawled. And I think Joe bled. I don't remember, but it was a house show. It was fun. That's great. Damn. But that, you have, but you've been to some pretty big shows. Yeah, I've, I mean, since I moved to Toronto, I uh, well, when I moved back, when I moved to Toronto, I like got like heavy back into wrestling um, because one of my friends, uh, he he liked it a lot. And uh, when he came to the city, we would just like hang out and talk about wrestling. And then I just got heavy back into it. So that was probably like 2016, uh, maybe. But I did that year, I believe go to NXT TakeOver Toronto 1, which was awesome. It was I'm, it was just the best. Retroactively, I'm super jealous. Just because, like, I didn't really... I didn't... I got back into WWE around, like, 2017, 2018. And so, like, I didn't really know about NXT too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then seeing how much people loved, like, the golden era of NXT... Like the early days of like DIY and and the revival and like um, that era, like uh, I'm so jealous that I missed that, and also so jealous that you this got is, to see it. This live. is also technically the the follow up to the true golden era of NXT, which was like Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, oh true, yeah, Tyler Breeze, um, uh, Bo Dallas, Shinsuke. like. Yeah, well, Shinsuke was like around this same time because the oh, main event okay. of TakeOver Toronto 1 was Samoa Joe versus uh, Shinsuke Nakamura uh, for the NXT Championship. And, uh, and Joe won with a muscle buster to win the title. Damn. Uh, which, which was... Uh, oh, god damn. Damn. Damn, I was so upset. I, I was cheering for Shinsuke so hard. Um, but another match, uh, a part of that show was uh, the revival uh, versus DIY in a two out of three falls match. And it was amazing. It was like one of the best matches that I've ever seen in my entire life. And it, oh my God. But my friend was like so drunk. So he like barely remembers it. And he was like watching it after the fact. Um, like, you know, weeks later, he was like, God damn it. And I'm, I was like, man, I was there. I was really present at that moment because at that time I was not drinking and I was just like, oh, my God, that's just so yeah. sad. Um, that's awesome. Speaking of like Canadian pop, um, the the opener was Ty Dillinger versus Bobby Roode. And they're both from, uh, well, like Niagara area, Toronto. Yeah. Uh, and this was 
also during the perfect 10 era of Ty Dillinger. So I think this event specifically, I will, I will claim it started the ridiculous shit where everybody would just go 10, like no matter what the the ring count was or whenever (laughs) any sort of numerical value was assigned to a moment, they would just go 10. Uh, And it was, it was so stupid, but it was so much fun. That's Um, awesome. Another match that was on that was uh, the Dusty Rhodes final and Authors of Pain uh, won against um, TM61. Uh, Obviously, both of these teams are not in uh, WWE anymore. I don't even think I remember TM61. TM61 was Nick Miller and Shane Thorne, a.k.a. Slapjack. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were sick, actually. Like, they were a really good team, but I think... I forget which one of them got hurt. I think it was Nick Miller. He got... He, like, uh, busted his knee or something. And then Shane Thorne got a little bit of, like, a solo run in NXT. Nick Miller got released. Then Shane Thorne became Slapjack. And then Slapjack got released. <laughs> right. And, and, of course, AO, AOP became, uh, you know, the bodyguards for Seth Rollins and now uh, allegedly uh, scammers in the UK with their NFTs and failed the wrestling show. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then one more match on that was, was Oscar versus Mickey James. And this is when Mickey James had like just come back. Oh yeah. Um, and Jesus. it was like, it was crazy. She, she had a great pop uh, and it was a really awesome match. Oscar won uh, with Oscar lock. And yeah, wow, that was like such a good show. And that really set the bar so incredibly high for my future WWE shows that I went to in Toronto, which, as we mentioned, was uh, SummerSlam weekend 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Damn. Like, I, yeah, I like. Who knows if NXT will ever do takeovers again? It really doesn't seem like that's now their focus and the end of mm-hmm. It's been an end of an era officially, but like to get to go to at least one of those would have been so freaking cool. But that's that's so awesome that you at least got to see like that era and like those matches and those people. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, yeah, we we fast forward to 2019. Uh, I wasn't planning on going to any of the shows, but a friend of the podcast uh, and GM of uh, Greek Town. Uh, kayfabe gm of greektown nugnar gang he was working at sportsnet at the time uh and he had a connect with the wwe uh for some uh, seat fillers and uh we got to go to uh technically all the shows but i couldn't make it to nxt takeover toronto 2 which i'm so gutted about because it was a good show but um i got to go to SummerSlam. that was the first time that the fiend debuted like that night yeah. it was um it was bray wyatt versus finn balor on SummerSlam, and it was the first time that we got to see the fiend and it was so awesome i don't know if i still have a video of the entrance it's probably on my computer somewhere but it was like amazing <laughs> yeah, like seeing the some- the lantern the 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 fireflies like the the remixed theme oh my Oh my god, it was like it was magic. And yeah. then Bray and then the fiend just destroys Finn Balor. 
Yeah. And that was one of the only matches that didn't have that was one of the only fiend matches that didn't have like the annoying red light that was the throughout the entire match. Like that was lit in a normal fashion, which thank God. Yeah. <laughs> that reaction was crazy. And that would have been so cool to be there. Yeah, it was it was sick. Another fun thing was Goldberg was there and he wrestled Dolph Ziggler in a squash and he oh, like yeah, I remember hit him. That match. Like he like speared him like multiple times and jackhammered him multiple times. He would like leave and then just come back yeah. and like <laughs> spear him again. I don't really remember the other matches. Uh I'm sure if I looked at the card I could be like, "Oh yeah, that was sick." Um but we also did um raw and smackdown and by the time we did smackdown i had lost my voice like completely and we're going to the show tonight with friend of the podcast uh cory birch and cory was also a part of uh that group that we uh aptly named uh phs pump handle slam um it was like a bunch of dudes that i'm in a wrestling group chat with still and yeah it's pretty it's pretty awesome like we we always clown wwe at least like the last the most recent sort of years of wwe because it's been so bad but like seeing those things live like even if like raw and smackdown were pretty shit like being in the presence of wrestling fans and everybody cheering and like no matter what happens it's still like fun and it was like really really fun yeah no live wrestling is it's totally different than watching on tv because like on tv you you see every little bit of like issue and also you kind of like it's easy to pick apart uh tv wrestling um if if things don't hit properly um or if like you see something that clearly you weren't meant to see but in live you don't get any of that and like there is the difference between like also uh i think some people don't realize that when they go to a live show uh, you don't have commentary. <laughs> and so you just have to enjoy the match and watch the wrestling and stuff. And I think this is probably the best as at least right now in modern wrestling, this is probably the best time to go to a show like this because of how fresh and new things are being. There's still some mm-hmm. silly stuff, but like there has been more wrestling on TV which is fantastic. And so hopefully we get to experience a lot tonight, um, which I'm really excited for. And also, yeah, we're going to be able to get to see Edge live in Toronto. We're going to get to see Kevin Owens live in Toronto. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure he's there. Um, and yeah, it, it, I, I'm just really excited to uh, see what it's like. I have not been to that arena in a long time. I know that we're uh, a little high up there. The three hundreds, <laughs> baby. That's what the, we can afford. Because <laughs> the tickets are expensive. Uh, but I'm happy that we decided to go. Um, and basically what we're going to do. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, basically, the plan is that uh, we're going to transition from this part of the podcast, maybe we'll put in a little thing. I don't know how it's going to be. This is new. And I'm probably going to be editing. So like one in the morning. Uh, <laughs> so it goes out on time. Uh, but we're going to hard. We're going to cut from this here to uh, us together after the event. Um, and we'll give our thoughts about what it was like, what we thought of the show, what were our favorite moments, that sort of stuff um maybe we'll have some some footage of the event 
Um, we'll probably include some pictures, maybe. We'll see. Um, but otherwise, yeah. So that's what that's our past of uh wrestling shows. And if you have a cool story, we'd love to hear it on online. Like so tweet at us or leave it in the comments about your favorite wrestling show you've been to. But otherwise, we'll transition to current day future Marty and Anthony, but still technically past Marty and Anthony. And their shot, their uh, thoughts on Monday Night Raw. Yes, it's going to be. Uh, we are <laughs> going to be in a different state of mind for sure, especially because Raw is a uh, hundred hours long, and especially a taping. Like, oh, oh, we're going to be so tired. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But yeah, let's uh, let's transition to that right now. And we're back after what was it? like five hours seven is that, hours is that how long it's been no from when we recorded oh, from when we last recorded yes from when we recorded it probably was like maybe like 12 but um from the start of the event we're back after watching after going to monday night raw live in toronto canada it was pretty awesome it was very fun and of course uh for our video viewers i have the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs Edge uh, t-shirt. Uh, this is the only point of contention I will have with the event. We waited about 35 minutes in the merch line, mm-hmm. and we had gotten there at, like, before 7. I'd say, like, yeah, 7.15, maybe. Like, or, uh, the lines were pretty long. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, we got there, and there was a lot of people, and we, get, we wait in line forever to get into the merch area. We walk in, you and uh, our friend Corey Birch, mm-hmm. that we talked about before, Went and picked up some uh, merch. I go up and I'm like, hi, can I get these shirts in double XL? And they're like, we don't have anything uh, over a large. So they didn't have large, they didn't have XL, double XL or anything else. And they said they were, they were completely sold out. And it's like, it's a, I get that. It's like while supplies last, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's a wrestling event. <laughs> I don't want to categorize all wrestling fans, but the majority of wrestling fans are Large men. <laughs> yeah. Big boys. Adult, adults. If yeah, anything. yeah. So I didn't get any merch, unfortunately. Uh, we did say later, uh, Corey said, oh, they had the AJ Styles gloves. And I should have picked <laughs> those up. I should have grabbed. I should have grabbed some of those. But anyways, they had like the Alexa gloves, which is interesting because that's not our character anymore. Yeah. Um, also a weird thing to own as an adult man, I think. Yes. Yeah. They had some uh, Wrestle Buddies. Mm-hmm. like wrestle buddy ish some pops some mm-hmm. autograph stuff but like there was a lot of good cool shirts and yeah there was a toronto edge shirt like this one and there was a toronto Ke- uh, kevin oates shirt as well that's true um but i guess it's like what did we think about yeah yeah i i agree with you in saying that like the show was very good like i for a live wwe show and like we said before i haven't been to one in years and years mm-hmm. Um, but it was very fun. Um, we were very high up, but, and there was a lot of confusion with seats of people around us at the very beginning. Yeah. But then once that settled down and everybody was like settled, it was, it was cool. And, um, there's some pretty interesting folks around us. There was a huge Miz <laughs> fan in front of us, yeah, which was funny. And then behind us, and I tweeted this out and you can go to our Twitter at book events pod. Um, there were some guys behind us who were making very weird jokes, but also they had no clue what was going on. Yeah, just like dudes who had not watched wrestling since like the early 2000s, yes. like trying to like figure out who these people Which were. Which is fine, like, yeah, if you yeah. want to go, you're like, oh, cool, wrestling event, cool, go to that. But it was so interesting to hear them like not know who anyone is, what anything yeah. was. Um, 
<laughs> so that was kind of funny. So Chad Gable wrestled tonight, and during the Chad Gable match, one of the guys was like, yeah, this guy's kind of like Kurt Angle. I think he was like an amateur wrestler. He even like kind of has the same character, and it's like, okay, all right, man. It's I mean, like, it's not a horrible description. No, but, no, but it's, it's, a rash, it's a rationalization of a, of a character. But, uh, but otherwise, um, so let's do uh, a quick recap of the show. Sure. Uh, started out with Trish Stratus coming in. Oh, no. Started out with Rollins and... Uh, Riddle. Riddle brawling. Just punching each other and jumping and which stuff. Was, which was cool. Um, then Trish Stratus came out. They had a whole section with Bailey mm-hmm. and all them. They had their tag team match. Eosky and Dakota Kai win. Yeah. So they're going to the finals of the tag title tournament. Um what else happened? It flew. It actually, didn't go. It actually went by pretty quickly. Yeah, it didn't feel slow. Like at previous Raws that I've been to, it like really feels like a drag after a certain. Point yeah, this can. one actually did move at a pretty reasonable clip. I'd it say. was. I was actually quite surprised, and I forget if we mentioned this in the beginning, but about what they did between when it was clearly commercial breaks. Mm. Like I know, like during the matches, uh, it was. You didn't necessarily notice it. There were certain things like if the like in the um, tag the wins tag title match, like they slowed down a lot. And they started doing crowd interactions. Yeah, but like during like the middle of the show, they cut to a commercial. It they just turned off all the lights and played the commercial, basically like or like videos on the Titantron. Yeah, for everybody, it was like, oh, that's what they do now. That's kind of interesting. That was like the in between the entrances. Yeah, but you did call something out that was pretty funny. That you're like, oh, we're back. Uh, from commercial because you can notice the crane moving yes. for the like the super wide. <laughs> it was actually we were at if you go to our photos and stuff and videos that we posted on Twitter, you can see like we were at like kind of the we were behind the hard camera to the side, so you could we could actually see like backstage area stuff, and we could actually see where Gorilla was, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool. It was just cool to see all that tech stuff. But we could not see any of the pyro, and it scared the shit out of us it every did. time. Yes, <laughs> it was so unexpected. The only one that we were prepared for was Edge. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And boy, was that great. Uh, it was so awesome to see Edge uh, back in Toronto, and he uh, gave a very heartfelt uh, promo slash speech at the after end, his yeah. match, um, which was really cool. And Beth... Oh yeah, Beth. Beth was there. Yeah. She had the chair, which is cool. There was a really beautiful match before, or beautiful moment before the match where it cut to Beth, and you could just see her mouthing the words "I love you," and I was like, "Oh man, what a moment!" It, it was really cool. Yeah. Um, some other matches were like, uh, oh, uh, the tag match, uh, Lashley and AJ versus mm. Miz and Champa. Yeah, which that was fun. And then that ended in a really fun surprise. We still don't know who that other person was. Yeah, there was like an other person who came out with a bicycle helmet and was restrained by security whilst they were attacking AJ Styles. And then there was another person with the, a bicycle but, helmet. But that was a fake out. Yes. So then the Miz went over to the other corner and then the person popped up, and take off their helmet and grabbed was... Champa. And it was. No, they grabbed Miz. Oh, was it Miz? Yeah. They, oh, yes. Yeah, you're right. It was yeah, Miz. Yeah. yeah, they grab they grab Miz and uh, drug <laughs> Dexter Loomis dragged him yeah. through the through the uh, hallway, and uh, now and now Miz has disappeared. <laughs> yeah, who knows where the Miz is? Um, we'll find out next week. And then uh, AJ and Bobby just did finisher spam on Champa. Yeah, which is, that's you know, whatever. <laughs> 
Um, I'm trying to think of what other, uh, uh, like, even though it just finished and it should be fresh in my mind, it's like certain other matches that I just don't remember. Well, Aaliyah wrestled oh, right. Bailey, so we got Bailey's in ring return. Yes. Which was cool. That was cool. Um, still don't love her finisher, but hey, you know. It was fine. It was entertaining, and I wish Aaliyah got more cheers. Yeah. Being a Toronto. Uh, Toronto's own. Yeah. But uh, I guess, like, I guess we might as well just talk about the thing that, like, mattered the most. Like, yes, Edge fighting in Toronto again was awesome. But somebody came back tonight. But that was so unexpected. Inexplicably, from commercial break, somebody huge came back. I'm sure if we watch back the, like, actual, like, televised broadcasts, they were, like, probably talking about something, probably Clash of the Castle or whatever. And then... Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about Kevin Owens. That was awesome, oh, too. Oh, right. Yes. Kevin Owens. Answering uh, the Alpha Academy Open Challenge. The Shush Open Challenge. That was great. But anyways, uh, I'm sure that there's something going on, and then this happened. But we were just sitting there. No clue. The lights just go up, and then all of a sudden, Rebel Heart hits. Yeah, I just came back from uh, having a piss break. <laughs> you really did. Yeah, you you had left for, during the break and then came back and you were just sitting down. It was down truly at the perfect moment. timing. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the moment that Johnny wrestling himself, Johnny Gargano, is back in WWE after nine months away. Wow. And he returned in Toronto, Canada, and we went to Monday Night Raw, which is pretty sick. Yeah. He even called out um, winning the NXT Tag Team titles um, at. Toronto Takeover One, which I talked about uh, before we uh, resumed our live recording here. Yeah, no, it's it was so wild. It was just so crazy, and he got cheers for like a good long while. Like we, everybody was chanting Johnny Wrestling for a good long time. You know what else they were chanting? <laughs> baby Wrestling. Oh yeah, Baby Wrestling. Talking about uh, his son Quill, which is great. Um, yeah, no, that was super cool, and then. I lost my mind with the whole Austin Theory coming out, the whole way references, like all that stuff. And like, yeah, I think clearly this is Papa age, you know, bringing back the people that he thinks deserves yeah. uh, uh, a run. Who knows what will happen with Gargano. Um, but I'm, that was just such a cool moment. It was really awesome that we got to experience that. Mm -hmm. And, like, ah, just, like, I don't know. It was so cool. It was really, really, really cool. And uh, I hope that he gets a good run. Who knows if then they actually, you know, Champa gets to, you know, di distance himself from that Miz. Mm. And we get, like, either, I don't know, a feud again or whatever. Or even having Johnny Gargano... Uh, now I'm kind of worried that Johnny Gargano is going to take the, the, money the, case? the money in the bank briefcase from Theory, which I wouldn't necessarily hate, but it's... It yeah. might happen, though. You know, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. I know, other than the whole t-shirt thing, um, <laughs> it was still really fun. You mm -hmm. know, uh, and it was great to go with Corey, um, who we didn't get to, like, film him saying how he thought, what he thought, but he really enjoyed it, clearly. And yeah. And uh, and we had a lot of fun just like laughing and joking about stuff, uh, reacting to the crowd, <laughs> some of the nonsense that was being yelled and said. Uh, also, shout out to my favorite main event wrestler T Bar for starting the show off in a tag match with Shelton Benjamin. It, and the crowd loved Shelton. The yeah. crowd really loved Shelton Benjamin. Like they they did yeah. not care about anybody else in the match other than Shelton Benjamin. Toronto is in love with Shelton Benjamin. 
and Bobby Lashley. And Bobby Lashley. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Bobby got huge cheers. Yeah. When he hot tagged into the match, it was like pandemonium there was just, there was just straight up bobby yeah. bobby like even though aj styles is there and like yeah <laughs> the, the one dude who cheered for the miz though <laughs> i loved him he was he literally miz comes out he stands up he's just like yeah yeah aggressive miz man um finn balor wrestled too yes um oh D- uh, dolph ziggler oh and everyone <laughs> He he kicks out of the zigzag. Yeah. Or 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 does he kick out of the zigzag? He or, did kick out. Of the yeah, zigzag. he kicked out of the zigzag, and everybody starts chanting "Holy shit!" And it's like, <laughs> yeah, like people lost what? their mind for a zigzag. Yeah, <laughs> which was funny. It's um, the uh, it's the most over uh, finisher move in in Toronto, aside from the Stone Cold Center or the KO Center, or then watching Edge do a Canadian Destroyer in Canada. Yeah, that was also very sick. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the ring. Um, uh, another funny moment quickly was uh, people started chanting in the middle of the Edge and Damien Priest fight, uh, we want tables. And then Damien goes out to the outside with Edge and then picks him up and gives him a razor's edge into the, yeah. onto the announce table. And then everybody started chanting. <laughs> we started chanting, you yeah. got tables. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then people started chanting, we want uh, we want chairs. We want chairs. And then, and then they run the chairs out for the concerto. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was beautiful. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. Everything yeah. we dre- we dreamt of. Uh, I mean, happened. We didn't. There wasn't any Roman, and there wasn't any Usos. There wasn't any like street prophets. Mm. We uh, Corey really wanted to see Almas. Right. He wanted to reach out and try to touch him from from <laughs> from the three from the three hundreds. <laughs> um, but otherwise, like obviously, the highlight of the night was. Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Um, and then Edge. Mm-hmm. And then otherwise the matches were good and the show moved quickly. And yeah, it was fine. Um, you know, in terms of like finally going back to a WWE event after all these years, like it definitely like it, it, it felt very akin to just going to like even like a regular live show mm. or even like uh like watching on tv we were so far away that sometimes i caught myself just watching the monitor i know same but and i forced myself to watch the actual wrestling mm. um but like i thought i i thought that the event was good it it, it did suck that we were at a certain angle so like yeah we couldn't see any of the pyro yeah no pyro but otherwise like the wrestling was cool the show was good and uh i was very very entertained Yep, so, I was uh, I was sports entertained by that professional wrestling. You know, would I want to go to another Raw? Yeah, definitely for mm-hmm. sure. Like, it was clear that they want to, even though it was uh, in Canada, they still wanted to give us a good show. And we that was the thing is we literally were sitting there at like the halfway point, and we were like, hmm. So okay, so the Edge's main event. There hasn't been anything like crazy happening or like any like big thing or like another match or someone coming out or anything like that. And then like 30 minutes later, Gargano comes out and it's like, okay, good. They they gave, at least they gave us, the crowd that hasn't had a live event in years, mm-hmm. um, a big pop and surprise. Yeah, something like, to like remember. But... But yeah, no, and uh, you know, they'll, there'll be other live events for WWE in... in uh, in the winter for the holiday tour, mm-hmm. um, but hopefully, yeah, hopefully we get another show, live show here soon, and uh, maybe even a pay per view in the future. That would be cool. That would be very. Soon. Um, and hopefully, well, I mean, 
I don't imagine the tickets will be any cheaper than what apparently they were for like the lower end Mm. (laughs) or like the lower seats. But um, uh, AEW is coming to Toronto in October and the tickets go on sale next week. So here we go. Really hope that we can get those. The feasting frenzy. Because uh, that is a show I really, really want to go to. Mm -hmm. So fingers crossed. But otherwise, yeah, we enjoyed it. If you watched the show, if you were there and you're in Toronto, please let us know and see, tell us uh, if you enjoyed it. Send us your pics. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, and if you watched it on TV, how did you enjoy the show? Were you shocked by Johnny Gargano? What were you excited about? All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Just interaction. It's all fun. Uh, we're tired. <laughs> Our voices are hoarse. Yes. Um, but that'll conclude it for this episode of the podcast. Of course, if you want to follow anything that we do here on Book Advents, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, follow us online at Book Events Pod. Follow all the other stuff that we do at Unknown Air at UE underscore films, such as our live streams and other stuff like that. Uh, you can follow myself on Twitter and Instagram at Barton underscore Minute. You can follow Mr. Anthony Hall at Hall and Jokes on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and yeah, thank you very much for listening and watching. Uh, go watch some wrestling. Keep being excellent. We can actually two sweet the camera this time. Ooh. <laughs> He's back. Baby wrestling. Baby wrestling. <laughs> <laughs>